Cairo. Feast. Take a bite out of Dr. Jeff's wisdom so you can pay it forward. Come and get it! Cairo Feast is online and we are ready to serve and we are serving up some tasty morsels today. So I've got uh, some awesome students in front of me and I'm excited uh, to share a little bit. In fact, we probably should have started the microphone. I've got Dr. Brian standing here with me as well. Probably should have started the microphone uh, uh, recording uh, to talk a little bit about philosophy. But uh, um, but I'm going to cover a few things before we do our adjusting seminar. And I want to express a few things to you guys. And, and one of those things is this. It is your responsibility to educate people about the autonomic nervous system. Okay. And I know that sounds weird um, because most people are walking in the door and they have what? Back pain, neck pain, shoulder pain, you know, headache. Those are the common things that people are um, experiencing. And so they walk in the door with this And I know you guys being students, uh, a lot of T3s, T4s, T5s, and T6s in here in this room, Um, but I want you to know that they will not know, your patients will not know what you know, okay? And I'm, I'm pointing in this room to that huge mural on the wall over there that shows the autonomic nervous system. They have no freaking clue that that exists. They don't even know what their spine looks like. In fact, sometimes I'm a little embarrassed uh, when I put an x-ray up uh, and I'm showing, I start talking about people's x-rays and I'm talking about, you know, the nerve that comes out here and and the IVF and the disc. and, And then all of a sudden the patient looks at me and goes, is that my butt? And we're looking at their neck, okay? And I'm like, all of a sudden I get shocked back into reality that they don't even know what part of the body we're looking at. And you guys need to know that. You know so much more than they do and you need to back up a little bit and just remind yourself that they need to be educated as if they know nothing. Now, you're gonna have some smart people. I mean, a lot of really smart people, but not necessarily smart about their bodies, right? They don't know anatomy, physiology. And once in a while, you'll have nurses and even doctors and physical therapists that come to you for care. And, and those do not assume that they know what you know. They are, I guarantee, they are not going to know this autonomic nervous system like you know it and, and how a subluxation affects it. They're not going to know. And if you think for one second, okay, I... I, I I would say that if, if, I, if I asked you guys, do you want to practice where people come to you when they've got the sniffles? Hey, I just want to get adjusted to make sure I'm healthy. Hey, I just want to get adjusted because, you know, my stomach felt a little weird, so <clears throat> I want to make sure that my, that my tummy works good. Do you want to practice like that? Yeah. I mean, you, you want to practice where people come to you before they go to the medical doctor, Right? so that they get an adjustment because most of the time you can avoid them going to the medical doctor and getting a bunch of garbage that they're going to put in their bodies that's only going to hurt them, right? And um, you can can help them avoid that. So you want this practice where people say that and you want these little kids 
whenever they'd get a boo-boo to say, need to go see Dr. Brian or Dr. Jeff. You don't want them, you know, wanting to go get shots. No, you want them to come in and get an adjustment. And that happens, but it doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't just happen randomly. You have to educate it. So it is your responsibility to talk about the different organs that are controlled at the different areas where they have symptoms. So when they come in with low back pain, guess what you talk about? You're gonna talk about the nerves that control the digestive system. You're gonna talk about the nerves that control the reproductive system, okay? And explain to them that it's gonna affect those organs. It has to, it can't not, okay? So you've got to, you've got to uh, take responsibility for that. Okay, um, another thing, and I didn't mention this the last time, and I was like, oh no, I should have mentioned that. When you are adjusting, so we're gonna switch gears a little bit here. When you are adjusting, every adjustment you do, after every impulse that you deliver, a word needs to come out of your mouth. And you have your choice of about 30 different words. Beautiful, nice, excellent, perfect, wow, great, super, Terrific, way to go, awesome. Pick your expletive, you know, that's a positive one. Pick your word, and I don't care if it was the crappiest adjustment you have ever delivered, <laughs> okay? It can be the worst adjustment you've ever delivered. I don't care. Innate doesn't screw up. Just know that. We talked a little bit about that last time you were here. Innate is so much better than you. Innate can take a crappy adjustment from a T3, okay, or a T6. Innate can take a crappy adjustment and turn it into a miracle. Now, I'm not kidding you when I say that. It sounds weird to say that, but it will happen. You can adjust them upside down and backwards and, and screw it up, do everything to screw it up, and chiropractic still works. That's amazing and chiropractic still works because innate is always at work innate is always at work okay so chiropractic as a profession has the highest percentage of uh, uh, people that are satisfied the satisfaction rate for chiropractors is like 90 six percent or so it's it's really high okay so when you when they all the studies they do uh, with all the different uh, types of doctors that are out there and healthcare professionals they actually do studies to to see well how happy are the people that are going to chiropractors and it's we're the highest why is that well part of it is because it just plain works right part of it is because we got our hands on people anytime you can put hands on people it's just good right that's why we talked about the palpation. We went over that quite a bit and talked about palpation and how important that is because, man, when you're palpating, it just, ah, it just feels good that somebody's paying attention to me and putting their hands on me, right? Um, but using this word is another thing you can do. Why not add every little thing you can do to plant in their head that something good just happened? You have to say something positive. So when you deliver that adjustment, nice, good job. 
okay? And if you need to get a little bit more, like if, if you do an adjustment, you're like, okay, nice. Let me get a little bit more right above that. Boom, great, good job. Now turn over, you know? If, so if you need to do a second adjustment, here's what not to say, oops. Ooh, I don't know. Hmm, did that move? I can't 12. Oh, that sucked. Don't stop it. Okay. I, I had one intern once that um, uh, did an adjustment and said, ah, I don't know. Let me have one of the other doctors check that. What do you think that did for the confidence of that patient that something good just happened? No, they're going, am I going to die? Did something get screwed up? Did I get, am I broken? I mean, so never ever question your adjustment. I don't care how bad you think it was, innate will always make up for it, okay? So keep that in mind, and you guys probably adjust each other at school and whatnot, or you're going to if you're not already. Um, so practice that and catch each other on it and call each other on it. Don't ever say whoops. Don't ever say, ooh, what, what's that? You know, oh, I don't know if that moved. I don't, know, I don't think I got it. Can I try again? You know, no, stop. Stop with the words because the words make a difference. And that's why I'm saying use great, excellent, right on, nice job. Wow. Whoa, you needed that one today. You know, something positive, and that just builds the experience. Okay. <clears throat> I wanted to talk about the open room and the open room adjustment, this concept of having everybody in, the, in this room. Now, a few of you came uh, here the other day and observed and saw us doing all the adjusting. Okay, and we're gonna put a, a picture of the room here um, with the podcast so that people are gonna be able to see what an open room adjustment concept looks like. Um, but there are many reasons why you should uh, have an open room concept. Now, this is purely a preference. All of you may decide this is crazy. I'm just gonna tell you why we do it, okay? And I'm gonna go through some of the reasons. Now, one of the things that is a real thing is that um, well, number one, I will say this, malpractice is a very small, small thing in our, in our profession, okay? Um, our malpractice coverage, okay, when you guys graduate, your, your insurance is gonna cost like $450 a year, okay? Now, mine is higher because I've been in practice a lot longer, which means the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that I have seen over the years, those people are all included in whether a claim gets put out there, right? So um, the, pra your, the longer you practice, like my uh, malpractice insurance right now is like $1,100 a, a year, something like that, okay? Um, but a general practitioner, okay? In fact, a child psychologist has a higher rate of malpractice insurance than we do. In fact, it's like four times. Why? Because they prescribe medication. Now. Let's talk about chiropractors for a second because we're going to talk about the open room. What is the main reason why anybody files a suit against a chiropractor? And I will tell you that it is because a person was touched inappropriately or the patient thinks or feels that they were touched inappropriately. Now, we need to adjust pelvis, lower back. So yeah, we're kind of, we are touching people's 
you know, bum a little bit, okay? But when we're in an open room and we've got 20 people all flying around in here, nobody is going to file a claim, okay? I'm going to knock on wood here because nobody ever has in my practice, but I don't want that to ever happen. Nobody's going to file a claim on one of our docs when we're adjusting in front of everybody. In fact, if anybody did file that claim, it would be immediately dismissed because we have witnesses. I've got my entire front desk staff sitting right there. Everybody's watching us doing things appropriately. But when you're in a closed room, it's just you and the patient. Okay? Now you don't have that. You don't have the visibility. You don't have the, the cameras. You know, we've got cameras that are up here watching and, and we've, you know, you don't have necessarily cameras in, in a small room. So you remove that immediately. So if you want to practice a little bit more confidently, um, an open room does that for you. Another thing is that when you're educating, okay, I'm standing here in the middle of our adjusting room and I'm talking to, what, 13 of you. When I'm talking to a patient, I'm doing the same thing, except I'm doing it over by a table. And when I'm educating uh, a person about something that's going on with their spine, everybody else can listen in. Now, if I wanted to say something privately, then I would pull them into a private room. We have one right over there. And I would talk to them privately. But if I'm just talking about the spleen or talking about the you know, spine or how it works and whatnot, it's just basic education about the spine, I'm going to do it in front of everybody and everybody gets to hear it. So now, instead of just educating one person, I'm educating 15. And here in our clinic, where we have younger doctors that come on, I'm also helping educate my doctors, okay? So that they can hear me speaking to my patients so they know how to do it, right? And so like when you guys are here and able to stand here and watch us, you know, you're able to kind of be educated by all kinds of adjustments that were happening at the same time, okay? Um, another thing is that it's a great opportunity to get a referral. I remember this specifically. I was, I was adjusting somebody's uh, knee right here. And I was adjusting this, this uh, guy's knee. And then uh, I dismissed him and he, uh, he left. And the next person came over and this, it was this woman. She said, I didn't know that you adjust knees. Do you work on people's knees? And I'm like, yeah. You know, like, of, of course we do. She said, I had no idea. My husband has a knee problem. Can you check him? I said, of course, let's get him scheduled. And so we got him scheduled to come in. So just because she was able to see me adjust somebody else's knee, because if it was up to her, I wasn't adjusting her knee. So she would have never known that we adjust knees and, until she saw me adjust somebody else's knee. The same thing happens with this room over here with all the babies that we adjust. People will ask all the time. I didn't know you adjust a baby. Like, how old is that baby? What's that? Here's the most common one. What's wrong with that baby? That that baby's getting an adjustment. And it allows us to talk about why babies get adjusted, why kids get adjusted, okay? So it's a great uh, marketing thing to have the open room as well. And when we're going from table to table, like if I get done adjusting somebody right here and I make a break and I go to the next uh, person to adjust them, how fast is that? For me to just go boom, 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 and I'm bouncing around, and I'm not going and opening doors, closing doors, walking in, doing all. It is so much faster. You can see double the amount of people when you're in an open room like this. Okay, so speed is a big deal. Um, another one is that, and this sounds kind of funny, but when you're in a room and somebody is waiting for you, 
They don't know what you're doing. They think you're blabbing. And sometimes you are when you're getting stuck in there. In fact, that's another thing that happens with these uh, with private rooms is that people get talking about everything. Oh, I was at this wedding reception this last weekend. And, and, then, and then they tell a story and the story goes on and they're telling this long story and you're stuck and you, you can't get away because you're in a room. Okay, now it still happens out here in an open room, but not nearly as bad. Okay, so your, your speed, you don't get stuck in a room where people, um, you know, they've kind of got you and um, the people that are waiting for you when in an open room, they can see you. They can see what you're doing. They know you're working hard. They know you're busting your butt, you know, moving from one person to the next, okay? And sometimes people throw a fit about something and how you handle it is open for other people to see. Now, that sounds kind of stressful, but, but how you handle your patients and their concerns, their questions, their little tirade about whatever is open for other people to see. And when you handle it well, People will look at you and they go, wow, I don't know how you dealt with that lady. I mean, I've, I've had people say that all the time. You did a really good job with that person. Um, I feel bad for her. She's like, she's losing it. <laughs> I mean, people know, right? So um, here's the last one. And hopefully you guys saw this when you were here the other day. Open room like this is fun. It's engaging. We got the music pumping. We're having fun, we're having a good time, and we're creating an experience. It's not just an adjustment, you're creating an experience for people, okay? And, and that means a lot because, you know, uh, you want people to choose coming here because of good results and because chiropractic works and because they like you, but you're also creating an experience that you want them to come back for forever, for the rest of their life, right? Get an adjustment once a week or twice a month, forever the rest of your life why would you do that because it's a great experience it's fun it feels good it's convenient it's easy all of that okay all right any questions about this does anybody have a question on that or anything i talked about all right all right i thought i would share a little bit of this uh teaching moment um with these students from Northwestern Health Sciences University. Thanks for being a part of this podcast. Um, I hope you guys uh, get on to listen to this again because uh, hearing it again is good and sharing this with your friends is going to be good. You can probably think of a few people that should be hearing this, okay? So um, thank you guys for listening and thank you to all of our listeners out there. We appreciate you uh, sharing this message and uh, rating the podcast so that it reaches more and more people. And as always... Always, always, always pay it forward. Cairo Feast. <laughs>